I don't know, like probably I forgot who I said actually. But yeah, I forgot who I said, but he was like, you know, I think if I had anyone come out of retirement, I think it would be Hulk Hogan. I was like, no. I don't I don't want to ever see Hulk Hogan come out. I don't even want to see him on TV. I, and then I came home and I saw that video of just everyone beating his ass. I was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. I would love to see that. If they bring him out for that, then yeah. Just have all the black superstars come out and just give him a couple good punches in the line. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, after you, to the line of black wrestlers, they all come out and just get to whoop his ass for two minutes. Yeah. And then he has to say sorry after each one. Hey, just so you guys know, I'm I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> cool. Next guy. <laughs> A few punches to the face. Sorry, brother. <laughs> just 20 guys giving him punches to the face. And each time he has to say sorry, brother, after. <laughs> And then <laughs> the last one at the very end, the last one that comes out, the the uh, the jumbotron comes on, Booker T's music comes out. And he says, "Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you, Nick." <laughs> he, just, he runs down to the ring, does a spin a Rooney in the middle of the ring, <laughs> and then just just continuously beats Hulk Hogan down. And then all of the rest of the black superstars get to sit around and just cheer for him. <laughs> in the ring the whole time. Everybody's in the ring. If you, if Hulk Hogan gets close, you get to kick him again. <laughs> Come back to the middle of the ring. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's just a lumberjack match, but everybody's in the ring. <laughs> if so, if, so uh, yeah, if you bring Hulk Hogan back for that. Then I'm down for it. <laughs> but Triple H might do it. <laughs> Vince McMahon would never. But Triple H, yeah, like yeah, bring old Terry back. We we got to talk to him about some stuff. <laughs> you do with a smile too. Hey Terry, how you doing? So we have this idea. <laughs> so I was talking to the some of the superstars. And we just had a, a little idea. Uh, Mid-show, we just want to have you just, <laughs> just go out to the ring, talk to the crowd a little bit. And then we're going to bring out some of the superstars to talk to you. Uh, they just want to get some things off their chest. And then we just need you to just kind of chill. Just just roll with it. See how it goes. Take a couple hits here and there. Nothing too bad. But if, uh, if anybody... Says, uh, we need you to apologize just for the sake of the show. Just apologize anytime somebody says, "Say sorry." You don't have to. You don't have to mean it. I mean, we'll no. just just say it. <laughs> say it a few times. Anytime someone says apologize, say sorry. I'm sorry, brother. There won't be any context. <laughs> just just <laughs> say it. Just say it. Um, and then just yeah, just roll with it, and then just take him out there and just. Just whoop him. Just beat his ass. I would love that. I, w- I would watch that over and over. That'd be my highest watched YouTube video ever. Because that, even that TikTok is funny as hell. <laughs> just, 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 let him keep, just let everybody just keep going and going. Don't, don't even try to... Make it a match and don't even try to pin him. <laughs> just, just, just really whoop his ass and yeah, then just, just leave. Whoop his ass and then just leave him there. <laughs> He'll figure it out. And then the next week you'll see him in like AEW. <laughs> you want me to start it? You want to start? I'll start. Alright, go for it. Welcome back, webheads. It's me. Welcome, welcome. You know who it is. Do I have to introduce myself still? Yeah. Do cause, we? Uh, yeah, because who knows who's starting here? You <laughs> start. 
<laughs> sure, you're gonna start on this obscure story. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't know this. This this is the newest episode that's gonna come up for some people. Sure. Okay. It's me, Demarco, and it's me, the co-host Stephen. Yes, we're both co-hosts. Neither we're co-hosts. of us are just the host. We're I've co-hosts. never met this man. We have no relation to each other. No, none at all. We just met. I don't know. If not five minutes ago. Yeah. Hey, five minutes, 29 years. I don't know the difference, honestly. Who knows? Time flies when you're just <laughs> doing your own thing. When you're moderately having fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're one of the people just listening, never listened to any other episode, and you just found this random podcast, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, this looks interesting. Or somebody might have done their job and shared it with you. Yeah. I don't know. But they didn't tell you anything about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> they said, listen to this podcast. I'm not going to give any details. Yeah. And uh, so this is a show with two dudes. Mm-hmm. We read Marvel comics. Yeah. And what we're doing is we're reading the events all the way back from 1930. 1939 is where we started. And we're reading all the events from then to try to be current. Yes. And uh, we are not close. To being current, not even whatsoever, not even close. We tell everybody this all the time. We went from 1939 to 1990 in a little over a year. Yeah, and we won't. We are in 1990 right now, and we won't make it to 1992 until probably another year from now, which is insane. Yeah, and it almost makes my brain hurt. Yeah. So you, when you watched the Water Boy and Captain Insano said he shows no mercy. <laughs> Marvel also showed no mercy during this time. They were they said, you want events? Guess what? I got an event every week. And some of these are going to be big events. Yeah. So eventually, not for another couple of years, probably another a lot of years, mm-hmm. um, some, something more modern that you guys may know, Civil War, the Marvel Civil mm-hmm. War. We won't get to that <clears throat> um, for a while. A but really long time. That's like a big, major crossover storyline. Yeah. But you also may get something small, like today's story, which uh, I forgot the full name of it, mm-hmm. but it's it, it's a small story. It's Do you know crossover. any part of the name of it? It cause, No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because each, it doesn't necessarily use the title in okay. any of them. They're all titled different. Okay. So it's not like blah, 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 part one, part two, whatever. It's mm. just this issue is invasion. This issue is detonation. This, uh, so uh, all I ever have to go off is... I promise we read. know what we're talking about yeah. for the most part. But but the main point of yeah. me saying this is that you get a lot of different types of crossovers and yeah. events. And so you guys stick around with us. Have some fun, sit back, relax, maybe learn something about some characters you like, yeah. or characters you didn't know, and then maybe that'll get you into them. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're here for. So, let's so, get started. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. Not much has happened since last week when we recorded no. the Sinister Six. Um, what did happen? I feel like there was something. Mm. No, yeah, not much. No. Yeah. Nothing. Just chilling. Just hanging out, reading hanging comic out. books. I haven't read too much. I still have like a back catalog of books that I, I think when it's like slow down on buying like physical books mm-hmm. just because i i haven't read them um i might just wait for them to come out on the app now yeah i uh i sometimes that happens where i have uh recently i had like a backlog of like two weeks almost mm-hmm. three weeks 
and then because I was trying to catch up on stuff for the show, so it's like I I don't I usually don't read for the show and then do the con like physical books like at the same time. So I'll do finish one and then go to the other ones. But <coughs> I was procrastinating, taking my time with the Sinister Six story last week, and then. I was like, I'm not reading my books until I finish this episode. And then I just kept pushing off the episode. So I was like, well, I'm not going to read the books. And then I had like three weeks of like backlog of comic books. So I was yeah. like, uh, I should probably read these before I go pick up my books for this week. And then I just went on a binge and read like 15 comics in like two days. <laughs> I used to be able to do that. I used to, when I was like diehard buying books like mm. every week, I would buy maybe like eight or nine issues at a time of some of, you know, different stories. Yeah. Go through maybe five or six of them in a day. The rest I'd go through the next day. Mm-hmm. But now I can't do that. I just don't have the the mental energy to do to do it. I could do it most days if I didn't have anything else to do. Yeah. Like, if if comics came out on a Saturday, I could probably pick them up, read, it, like, most of what I pick up that day, and then just chill. Mm. But they come out on Wednesday. There's a good chance I pick them up on Wednesday every week, and I act like, like I have to pick it up three or four days <laughs> if I read them that week at all. Otherwise, they're just, like, sitting on my desk right next to my computer. And I stare at them every time I walk by. Yeah. Don't touch them. Same. Yeah, the, I have a, a stack of maybe like five or six on my desk that I just, I keep telling myself I need to read those. Mm-hmm. But each time I sit down and I don't have anything to do, I'm just like, uh. I finally filled up like my first like box, uh, like storage box mm-hmm. for comics. I finally fin- like filled it. To where I can't put anything in there. That bitch is heavy. <laughs> that shit is heavy as hell. I think I have like two storage containers full of just different books. Yeah. And I don't know what's in any of them. You gotta send them out. Find some good ones in there. Send them get graded. Yeah. that's just, That was my plan. I still gotta yeah. do that. Yeah. I, mean, I think maybe I will. It's just a little process. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I don't want to have to go through that. Yeah, because with the books that I got uh, last week, I finished reading them, and then I looked at the storage box, and I was like, because I tried to keep all the, the stories together, and I was like, oh, some of these have to go in there. And then I looked at the box, and I picked it up, and I felt how heavy it was, and I, I put it up on my desk and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I still haven't even put them back in order yet. <laughs> Now the those books are just sitting on top of the storage box, so I I think I, I got to get another storage box soon, because um, I'm using like some other like makeshift empty mm-hmm. basket that I found. I saw this guy on TikTok. He had like the <clears throat> the you know cardboard boxes, mm-hmm. but they you can stack them up and everything, but mm-hmm. they slide out from the front too. Mm-hmm. I guess if I if I liked it, so I can send it to you. Yeah, that'd be. Pretty good. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I'm i pretty close to getting one of those uh, those ones that you see in the offices. It's mm. a <laughs> file cabinet. Yeah, it's just a file cabinet. <laughs> Pull it up. Float through them real quick. Close it. Put it back. I, I might just do it. I'm sure I can find one for a decent price. Oh, have you, have you guys played uh, Marvel Snap? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I'm not. I'm definitely not as far as you mm. from what I saw last week. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's easy. It's chill. You just collect cards. There's not like there's like you know any hard part or anything. It's just how you play the cards. Yeah. And, and the games are super quick. You're done in maybe like five minutes mm-hmm. at the most. You have know. you lost yet? Yeah, I've lost a, a lot of times. I, most of the time I'm winning. I'd say if I give myself like a percentage, mm. maybe 80% of the time I win. Man, that must be a tough life. 
I've never <laughs> lost. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah, I, I got close one time, but I the the person I was playing didn't put the card where he should have put it. Yeah, I get a lot of those where I'm yeah. like, damn, I'm going to lose, and then they don't put the card where yeah. they should have. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I won. So I was like, all right. But as soon as, when that happened, I turned it off after. I was like, I, I pushed my luck enough for today. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. <coughs> what comics are coming out this week? Um, oh, you know what book I got last week or two weeks ago, I think? Hmm. Um it's not a Marvel comic. It was uh, I Hate Fairyland, a Scotty Young book. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Is it? Yeah. It's funny. Um, I didn't read any of the stuff previous, but they just started a new number one. Oh, okay. Um, so I picked that up. Yeah, it's cool. I think I'm going to pick up the other one, too. All right, whenever the second one comes out. Um, and then at the end of the book, it shows you like the other stuff that he's wrote. And I picked up an, I ordered one on Amazon. Uh, it was a trade paperback uh, called, sorry for the delay. It is called uh, The Me You Love in the Dark. It's like a horror story oh, cool. from Scotty Young. Um, it's, only, it's only five issues, but... It looked interesting, so I'll let you guys know how that turned out next week, but what are they listening to out there? <laughs> I um, keep hearing like little things, but I can't fully understand <laughs> what I'm hearing. Uh, so this week we got um, Avengers Assemble Alpha, number one, uh, Captain America, Symbol of Truth, uh, that is the Sam Wilson, Captain America. Number seven. That story's been pretty good so far. Uh, uh, we got Peter Parker and Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Double Trouble, number one. We got a new Planet Hulk, Worldbreaker, number one. Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 29. Uh, Strange, number eight. And Strange Academy, Finals, number two. And Exterminators, number three. That one's been pretty fun, too. The Exterminators? Yeah. i seen that one, and I couldn't remember if you told me it was Thunderbolt or that one that wasn't very good, so I was like, oh, let me... Thunderbolt started kind of... Like, the first issue, I wasn't sure about Thunderbolts, and then it's gotten better. But I think it... I think it's a limited series. Yeah. So, number five comes out pretty soon and it said the story was to be concluded mm. in five um exterminators is good damn well not bad i got a cheap week that week <laughs> only three books i'm in there because last week sometimes the, the price surprises me when i go buy <laughs> books and i'm like I have I always have that urge just like fifty dollars. <laughs> like, let me okay, let me put a couple of those back. Yeah, I was spending like maybe like forty five. Yeah. Close to fifty. Maybe every other week or every week. I couldn't remember how mm-hmm. long I was going. But yeah, it, it piles up super quick. Yeah. I most of the time I it's between like twenty five and thirty mm. for me. Um, but sometimes those variant copies, those variant covers will get me. And all of a sudden the variant cup, uh, covers like a dollar more. Yeah. And it's like what I thought was going to be like a $30 transaction is like 37. Like, damn. All right. I just take it, walk out, don't turn around (laughs) for only for the books that will sit on my desk for like a week. Those variant covers get me. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm like searching for varying covers. And it's, it's, I don't know why, like, I mean, of course they're like sometimes better, like looking art, mm-hmm. but it's like, 
if you're not going to like grade them or anything, they just end up yeah. in a box mm-hmm. for you to forget about. Yeah. So it's like, what really do, do I get searching yeah, out for? I th- think uh, I'm going to have to talk to you about trying to send some of my stuff in too. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, if, if you want to go like in on some of this and yeah, we can just send a bunch in. Cause I, yeah, I think, I think there's a few that I want to, I might want to. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's all I got. I, those are the books that are coming out this week. That Scotty Young one I'm excited for. It should get to my house today. And we'll see how it goes. Sounds good. Yeah. So that's, I don't really know what the story's about. So you're going to have to. Okay. Let help me. me out a bit. Do you remember what it what is it, what it was called? Um, no, but I can look it up very quickly. Yeah, because I was gonna go through my text that you sent me. No, but I got it's, it. It is uh, the crossing line. The crossing line. Yeah. Okay. All right. So today we're reading the crossing line. Wow. This is a uh, luckily an Avengers. Uh, exclusive, so just happening in the Avengers books. Oh, that was no good. jumping around to other books or anything like that. Jesus, those are rough sometimes. Yeah, especially because there's sometimes different writers, different art styles, and sometimes they don't even connect really with the major story. It's just like a minor detail. Yeah. All right, so we'll start off with issue number one. Or not issue number one, but part one, which is in issue number 319 of Avengers. Okay. All right. So, deep in the dark trenches of the Atlantic Ocean near Iceland, we come in on a slender, dark creature in the ocean. We then find out that this is no creature. This is a submarine. Cut to the inside of the submarine uh, control room. Things suddenly go from good to bad when the control systems... Controls in the system go haywire, causing the captain to make an emergency call to have the submersible breach the water and check the exterior for any damage. At that very moment, almost as if it was planned, a helicopter flies overhead, hovering over the sub, hovering over where the sub penetrated the surface, and a team of people swing down onto the sub. Speaking Russian, they make quick work of the few men that get in their way and find their way into the control room. It is revealed that these terrorists are part of a group called the Peace Corps, and they have a man on the inside working for them that have, that sabotaged the sub. The Peace Corps' main goal is to bring peace to the world, and they plan on doing it with this nuclear submarine. We then cut to Parliament in London, uh, where they are discussing the matter at hand. As a sub belongs to the Brits, and the nuclear payload is enough to start a World War III. This has become priority issue number one, and they know they have to bring in the big guns. We find out that one of the people in that room is none other than Peggy Carter. Ooh. And so she, uh, so she calls, oh, so she and the President of the United States uh, make a call to the UN and get the approval to call the Avengers uh, out to help them recover the sub at any means necessary. Uh, at this time, the, cons- the team consists of Captain America, uh, the White Vision, Cersei of the Eternals, and Quasar, who uh, was in a few stories back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has the quantum. And they're going to be in our story. All those same people are in our story next week, too. They're a fun group of people. Definitely the most interesting Avengers team we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> and so they make their, the four uh, hop into their Quinjet and make their way towards the sub. They also have to pick up... Uh, another hero by the name of Stingray. Uh, He's not technically a full-on hero. He's more of a marine biologist that has a suit, a (laughs) superpower suit that he has used in the past. He's also shown up in Armor Wars. Uh, Iron Man fought him for his suit. Mm. Um, But he doesn't really see himself as a hero. He sees himself more as a biologist who just happens to have a super suit. And what'd you go to school for? <laughs> Marine biology. <clears throat> uh, they tried reaching out to Namor, but they can't reach him. So this was their second. Of course. How do you even <laughs> call out for him? <laughs> With the conch. You say his name, <laughs> throw in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that'll work too. And so back on the ship, uh, his 
now been fully taken over by the terrorists. They receive a transmission from none other than uh, the People's Protectorate, which is essentially the Avengers team of Russia. Okay. And so that team is made up of Red Guardian, Russia's answer to Captain America, Crimson Dynamo, their answer to Iron Man, Pruin, which is their answer to Thor, uh, Vostog, also known as Sputnik, he's their answer to um, Vision, and Phantasma, which is sort of their answer to Scarlet Witch, but not really. Um, the team tells them that they will not allow the, the terrorists to ruin the world uh, and use Russia as a scapegoat. So since they're Russian, they're like, you can't ruin our name. Mm. Um, and they demand that they stand down. The Avengers, and I want to keep calling them the, the PP, because <laughs> such I don't want to keep saying the people for protectorate. Uh, the Avengers and the PP arrive at the same time. <laughs> Uh, they arrive at the same time, um, and their ships are able to fly underwater. So both teams, their jets are both underwater with the submersible. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few of the members both jump out of the ships to fight each other. So on the Avengers, underwater, yeah, the Avenger side, uh, Quasar, Cersei, um, and Vision hop out. On the PP side, uh, they have. Uh, Vostok, Pruin, and who was the other one that was there? Crimson Dynamo. So they all jump into the water. They're fighting each other in the water, and uh, we find. Uh, and then they're they're just going at each other because they just think, you know, they don't understand why each other is there really. Mm-hmm. Uh, back on the PP ship, we see Phantasma <laughs> look up in horror. As she senses trouble coming, uh, she doesn't know who they are, but they, she senses that they want vengeance. And so when we jump back to the water, uh, Stingray is also in there with the, with the Avengers, mm-hmm. but he separated from the fight. Uh, he just wants to get in and get out, get this over with. So he decided to make his way to the submarine. Um, but his plan was to jump through the missile uh, like where they shoot the missiles through and get on there and try to end it right then and there. Mm. So he breaks off from the fight and he wants to end it as soon as possible as he's not a true hero uh, with the intentions of sneaking on the ship. But before he can make it onto the ship, they're attacked by Atlanteans. So the Atlanteans show up and they want vengeance for all the trouble that the surface world has caused. Mm. Issue number two... Uh, well, let me start how I wrote it. In our last issue, we left off seeing our two teams, both with conflicting intentions, duking it out with each other over who was going to stop the terrorists, when all of a sudden a third party enters the arena, the Atlanteans, led by Tyrak. And so Tyrak is like an Atlantean. He looks like, you know, in the 90s when you would get action figures, and they're, you, you can tell they just made them really cheaply because they're only like two tones, mm-hmm. only two colors, and their arms don't bend at the elbows. <laughs> they're just oh, that's what he looks like. Yeah, um, he was in a few of the earlier stories. Yeah, he's been in a few of them. So the two heroic teams put aside their differences and team up to stop the Atlanteans. They can't stop the terrorists and get the sub back if the Atlanteans are if the Atlanteans jump in and blow up the the, the submarine. Uh, so looking for vengeance for the destruction and trouble that the surface world has caused them, the band of Atlanteans wants them to suffer. So this isn't even like a full-on army. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of Atlanteans <clears throat> that have a grudge to pick with the surface dwellers. So they're causing trouble. Uh, when one of the Atlanteans tries to shoot Cersei in the back, Pruin throws his axe. Now let me explain Pruin. So he's like their answer to Thor. Okay. But he he has a red cape. He has a helmet with horns on it, not wings. And he doesn't have a hammer that shoots thunder and lightning. He has an axe that shoots thunder and lightning. <laughs> so so it's just the exact like almost the exact opposite. Yeah. Um he has brown hair as well instead of blonde. Oh perfect. Um Crimson Dynamo, if you get just a big metal suit man, it's red. Crimson color. Yeah. Um Guard, Red Guardian looks like Captain America, all red suit, 
Um, yeah, he doesn't look like the the Red Guardian from the Black Widow movie. No, he's not chubby like that. No, uh, and then Phantasma just is a woman, black hair, black bodysuit. She has like telekine- telekinesis and like she can like merge people's minds and like do all that type of stuff. It's kind of bad. And then uh, Boss Dog, he looks sort of humanoid like Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, he has like. Uh, black and like gray kind of like tone going with them but mm-hmm. he's made from human computer and i believe alien technology so what was the team's name again um the people's protectorate yeah, okay and so yeah so when the atlanteans uh try to shoot uh, Sir she in the Sir she in the back, Pruin throws his axe, causing the blaster to instead fire at the direction of the sub. Um, with the intense heat and power behind it, hitting it causes huge damage to the exterior of the hull, which causes uh, a lot of damage on the inside, which the terrorists don't know how to fix. They're they don't really have the crew to man this whole entire sub, mm-hmm. so they're kind of like freaking out, like, "Oh man, this is going to ruin our plans." This gives Stingray the perfect chance to get aboard the sub. He's able to get aboard undetected through the uh, through the missile pipes, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and he's able to get there undetected and save the sailors that they had kept alive but hidden in the bowels of the ship. Um, but he's also being watched by one of the terrorists, so they know what they're up to. Uh, the terrorists elect to that they need to have the ship breach the surface so they can check it out and make the repairs. Um, we cut back to the fight, and the Avengers and the PP have retreated back to their ships. They decided that both need to work together with the common goal of defeating the terrorists and diverting any nuclear, uh, a new nuclear holocaust. Cap and the Quinjet get a call from the Stingray telling him that he's on the sub and what the terrorists may be up to. Uh... The, sting, uh, the terrorists found Stingray and are holding him hostage along with other sailors and use him as a bait to lure the heroes to where they are. The terrorists demand that the heroes allow them to fix the ship or else they will start killing hostages. So at this point, um, the sub made its way to a nearby town. Mm-hmm. Their whole goal was to take the sub and take it to New York. But because of the damage that it attained... They, they just have to stop at the nearest town, which is Newfoundland in mm-hmm. Canada. And it's like a really poor like town, pretty big, but there's a warehouse where they can go and make the repairs. Mm-hmm. So when they get there, they're all like trying to figure out how to make the repairs and everything. And then the Avengers and the People's Protectorate show up and they're like all watching them. And the terrorists know they're being watched, so they say, hey, if you guys... Our demands are if you guys let us make our, you know, repairs to the ship or we're going to kill someone every five minutes. <laughs> and so the Avengers and the people protectorate are like, well, we can't let these people just die. So we're not going to listen to your demands. So they're like, all right. And they shoot Stingray in the back of the head. And the Avengers are like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn, I didn't think they would actually shoot. And so they're about to start attacking when they uh, are stopped by another person. They all turn around to see Alpha Flight is there. Ooh. And so this version of Alpha Flight has uh, Guardian, mm-hmm. um, Puck, a character named Box, uh, and who else was there? I didn't put their names down. But essentially... Wow, whoever made those names was just like... <laughs> What's in that box? <laughs> and so Guardian is like the team's answer to like, you know, that's like their leader, their their representative. Mm. Um, and it's funny because like all the leaders have like their costumes represent the country that they represent, you know. <laughs> so Guardian has a maple leaf on their uh, suit, but she can fly, has like um psionic blasts and stuff she can shoot laser from her hands and all that Mm -hmm. she's the leader um box is a mutant he can trans transmutate with metal so essentially box is just the armor Mm -hmm. and he's the guy inside 
but he can kind of like phase in and out of the armor and like make it turn into whatever he needs it to. And, uh, and then Puck is just like a really short, like acrobatic guy. He Mm -hmm. has like higher than normal strength. And apparently in this, he's kind of indestructible. Um, and then the shaman. So he's like the team sort of like Dr. Strange in a way, like he can do like mystic stuff. And like, he has a bag that has like a different tons of different dimensions in there. Mm. I, I want to say we saw him in contest of champions. He, yeah, there's, I don't know if it was that one or if we also seen him somewhere else, but there was one with like a, like Wolverine and Nightcrawler had to, um, they were in Canada for some reason and they met up with Alpha Flight. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah I think that was it. And so, yeah, there's, they're stopped by Alpha Flight who is, who's like, this is happening in Canada, so we're taking charge <laughs> of it. And so, part three, Alpha Flight comes in and makes it clear that though the Avengers were ordered to take the sub back and the People's Protectorate uh, were there to collect the rogue Russians, um... Since the matter's happening on Canadian land, this is a fight of their matter. They come up with a plan to let the terrorists go to the warehouse to make their repairs, as the team also chooses to use the same warehouse as their headquarters without the terrorists knowing. So the terrorists move the subs, start making their repairs, and just above them, the team's up there making their plan on how they're going to attack. So they decide that they're going to have two teams. Uh, One team will go in through the hatch. The Mm. other team will go in through the missile silos or a different exit in the back. And then one team, the team that went in through the back will get the hostages. The other team will take out the terrorists. And so they split up. It's Captain America, Box, Puck, and I think Red Guardian. Mm. Um, And then they're the ones who are going to go in through the first hatch. And then behind is going to be, I believe, Crimson Dynamo, uh, I think Pruin and oh, and Vision goes. Vision and Vostok also go in the back as well too. <laughs> and so they're ready to go. And Red Guardian's like, "I need to go. I need to be on this team. Uh, I need to stop them." And they're like, "Well, you, we can't let your uh, national pride and everything get in the way of this. This it's conflict of interest." <laughs> and he says, "It's I don't need to go because of that. I need to go because I know the terrorist." Like, one-on-one. Mm-hmm. He was my father's best friend. And they're like, okay, you're on the team. I'm like, how is that not a conflict of interest? Yeah, like... <laughs> That's even worse than just national That pride. guy's known you since you were probably a baby. <laughs> you think he's not going to try to talk you out of this? And so, they're trying to... And then we jump back to the ocean. Uh, we see the Atlanteans are kind of just, like, sitting around, like, thinking about another defeat that they just took. And they're like, what the hell? Like, these surface dwellers really just come down here, mess some <laughs> stuff up, and then leave, and then we're just left with the with the rubble. Yeah. And so, uh, Tyrak is like, okay, I need. We need to figure out what, why that submer- why that submarine is so important to them. So he hits a button on his little underwater scooter that sends up a satellite, and the satellite beams back that the the sub has like nucle- a nuclear payload. So Tyrak is like, all right, if they have that why don't we just use that let them destroy themselves so he riles he riles up all his team again heads over to where they are before the avengers can make it into the sub they're attacked again by the atlanteans and so pruin quasar um and i believe i can't remember who else cersei i think Mm. um they're all fighting the Atlanteans while the other two teams go in and try to get the hostages out and take the terrorists out. Mm. So the first team won, Captain America, Red Guardian, Box, uh, Puck, Vision, oh no, Vision's on the other one. They get to the hatch and they're all jumping through and then they realize Box can't fit into the hatch. <laughs> He's literally like 12 feet tall and Captain <laughs> <laughs> he's like cap i don't think i could fit in there and then he's like oh yeah i didn't really think about that and so he's like oh it's fine i'll turn into submersible and i'll just help them out on the mm-hmm. outside 
So they all jump in. They're making their way through the submarine. Um, they all meet up and they're able to get the hostages out. And uh, there's also a team, Shaman, uh, Phantasma, and I believe Cersei. They're evacuating the hostages from, or not the hostages, the townspeople from the town. Mm-hmm. So if they, can, if they can't stop the terrorists, at least they can try to get them further away from the nuclear bombs. And so all this is happening. They eventually make their way to the control room. And they see two of the terrorists have basically linked their minds and their bodies up to the controls of the nuclear missiles and essentially are able to launch them just with the thought of, of their minds. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that issue. Issue number four. You said it was six? Yeah. Okay. So let me pull that one up. I know I have it somewhere. And this whole time, I didn't make note of it at all, but the whole time, um, in a few panels, it's counting down. So it starts off in issue one, I believe, 17 hours Mm -hmm. until detonation. And then as we keep going, it gets slower and lower. It's almost like episode 24. Okay. Uh, We'll go with this. Twenty-four. One, two, three. Yeah, okay. And so yeah, they find out that the terrorists are linked up to this um to the to the submarine and Red Guardian tries to plea with the with the guy like hey like what are you doing you and my dad were best friends this isn't you you have a whole family you're ready to you know let die i have a family everyone here has family that you're ready to just destroy and the terrorists basically tell them the only way to save this planet is to destroy the planet like nothing brings people countries together like nuclear war mm-hmm. and so if we set off these missiles all it's going to do is cause these countries to come together for one cause and and make bring peace to the world and so they're just you like, must not know america <laughs> so they're like you can't do this uh vision and Vostalg are like because they're the most like computer mm-hmm. like they're thinking of coming up with ways of how they can disconnect them and uh, save the day and so cut back to the bay where they're working on the sub- submarine uh, or where they're fighting around the submarine and everything's going straight to hell because this has been hours at this point they've been fighting for hours they've been trying to negotiate with these people for hours evacuating people for hours shaman has been um teleporting people but he can only teleport i think he said 10 people at a time so he can only teleport 10 people at a time and he can only transport them all they can go is to the other side of the island so he's just sending people cersei's um changing like the matter and people to allow them to like float over there but nothing's going as quick as they can and so they finally it gets to the point where uh, vision tells captain america i think we can if we cut them off at the right time and knock them out i think this can save the day Mm -hmm. so cap is like cool do it so they're they keep talking to them and they're kind of getting to the guy like, oh, dang, like, maybe we shouldn't do this. Like, <laughs> this is kind of extreme. <laughs> you know what has to happen in somebody's head for them to want to just destroy the whole world because things are just never going to get better. Mm. And then for you to actually talk them down from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he was so determined to just destroy the world. And in like a matter of minutes, he's like, oh, maybe I am going too far with this. <laughs> so this is like, yeah, this is a couple hours after. Um, and then we also see that the, the terrorists, they're out on, they're out repairing the ship. And then they see a flattened bullet mm. on the, on the, the, on the ship. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, why is there a flattened bullet on here? And then like, they tell when they get the hostages they to check on Stingray. <clears throat> and he says, 
this guy's still breathing. No one <laughs> thought that it wasn't weird that there was no blood when he shot him in the back of the head. It's <laughs> just so still alive, just unconscious. And then, so all this is happening. Vision looks at Cap and he's like, we got to do this now. So Cap gives the order and says, do it. Mm-hmm. So they rip them out of the machine. They think they did it. And then the terrorists are like, you idiots. Like, there's a fail safe. If you disconnected us from that, the nukes are going to go off. And so they're like, huh? And that's where the issue, <laughs> that's where issue number four ends. Number five. I imagine that it was, they wanted, the writers wanted to put like zoinks right there. <laughs> <laughs> so issue number five starts with the nuke going off. Mm-hmm. So the whole sub blows up. Everybody on it. The explosion traveling. So... Everybody who was on the sub, gone. Everybody moving people, you know, across the island, Mm -hmm. gone. Everybody on the island, gone. Everybody just wiped. But you see Shaman, right before he's about to get wiped, he reaches for his bag. Mm -hmm. And then we jump to Captain America, uh, Vision, um, and everybody else on Team One floating in, like, what looks like empty space with, like, flowing black masses around them like little black masses and they're alive Mm. and they're like okay this is a little weird like what's going on and then they find out that these black masses are alive and they don't like them being there Mm -hmm. so they start being attacked we then cut to uh cersei and some of the uh the villagers cersei's struggling to keep them protected because there's fire and heat and everything just all around them. Mm-hmm. She's the only one who can protect them. We cut to a Guardian and another team who are just in this vast, vast, endless desert. And they don't know where they are. And then we cut to Pruin and the Atlanteans and Box and everybody. They're floating in this just never-ending purple ocean. And it's storming, and the the waves are crashing down. None of them know how they got there. Mm. And then we cut to Shaman, who is concentrating so hard because last second he was able to take his interdimensional bag and turn it inside out. And basically, as the explosion was coming, mm-hmm. capture it and then turn it right back in. And so what that left was a big empty sphere mm-hmm. in the earth where like everything would have just been gone mm-hmm. but now it's all in his bag but he he has to concentrate on keeping everything just just right it can't be he can't combine all these different dimensions he can't keep them too separate but he has to keep them just right just to kind of keep everybody close enough for him to keep in contact with and so uh, Cersei and Phantasma are together, but they're working hard to like, they're putting like everything into it to keep this like volcanic area like from killing everybody. Mm. And so Phantasma and Shaman are communicating back and forth, trying to figure out what's going on. And Shaman tells them, okay, this is what I did. It's the only way I could have saved you guys. Um, yeah, so like we need to figure out some way to get you guys out. And so the only way they need, what they need to do is they need to get everybody together so they can just do one, you know, exit. And so the only way they can do that is to basically push the dimensions close enough to where they could use boxes armor because boxes with Pruin and the other Atlantean. So they, uh, they're able to, use his armor to basically create like a tow line and so they can shoot that tow line through all the dimensions link everybody up and pull them into one spot mm-hmm. and so they tried doing that but time moves so differently so where captain america is they've been on the quinjet for what feels like two days mm-hmm. but for cersei who was just talking to them it's only been five minutes and so like everyone's already they've already been fighting and discussing and all this other stuff for hours before the bomb even went off. Mm. But now they're even more exhausted because they've been surviving in these like harsh, extreme conditions for so long. 
Uh, so they're able to get the tow line across all of the dimensions and finally pull each other into this big empty one. Mm. But as soon as they get there, they are met by what's now known as Combine, which is the two terrorists that were linked up. Mm-hmm. They're now these big glowing, like, you know, the Da Vinci picture of like the guy's arms out. Oh, yeah. yeah. They almost look like that, but they're back to back. They're naked, just like glowing guys. And they have like those neutron like lines that are going like diagonal. Yeah. And they're essentially just like these godly beings now. Oh, great. And so they're stuck in this dimension with those people. And so that ends issue number five. So issue number six, we see the team is like, okay, these guys are obviously gods now. What what can we do to like take them out? <laughs> it's, so part of what's funny to me is like how jaded like people in like comic book world just become <laughs> like oh damn they're gods now <laughs> what are we gonna do to kill them <laughs> like there's no way that that could happen in our life right now and two people just merge we get stuck in like these this off dimension and then those two people come back as what we think are like gods mm-hmm. and we're just like Okay, we got to take them out. How are we going to do this? <laughs> like, that shatters everything <laughs> in our world. So issue number six, uh, they're now in this dimension and Combine's there. And they're like, okay, we need to start getting people out of here. Like, Shaman, can you do it? And he's like, yeah, now that everybody's together, I can start, like, getting you guys out one by one or, like, group by group. So they're like, all right, send the, send some of the civilians out first and we'll get them. So he dumps some of them out, but as soon as they come out, like they're all like, yeah, and then all of a sudden disintegrated. Um, because not only is he dumping them out, he's dumping the nuclear fallout. Mm-hmm. So the explosion is still happening. And once they hit the real world, so the, <laughs> all the civilians are just gone. Great. So they're like, okay, this is, we can't, we we can't go back. Like we're going to die here. Or if we go back, we send back all the nuclear radiation and the world still gets destroyed. Yeah. So they, they're fighting combine and he's like, I can, or they are whatever what it is says, I can take your guys's radiation and save you, mm-hmm. but I don't want to do that. I want to send you back with all the radiation. So my plan still goes through. Yeah. So they come up with another plan. Well, as they're fighting him, they realize that he's getting weaker. So they're still putting a dent in him, but as he's getting weaker, and if they destroy him, there's really no way they're going back. Yeah. So it's this whole Catch-22 thing. So they come up with a plan to uh, just keep fighting him. Hopefully, as he gets weaker, he starts draining their radiation to get stronger so that they can just hope to survive yeah (laughs) um but with that they also have not just civilians but and hostages they also have their other terrorists on with them Mm -hmm. and those terrorists aren't part of the combine yet but they think or they start to realize like okay our plan is not what's happening here we didn't want any of this and we start to see, like, you guys are sacrificing your life just to save the world. Like, maybe the world isn't so bad. Yeah. So the other four remaining terrorists are like, we want to combine ourselves with Combine and hopefully outvote what they want to do. Because right now it's just a one-to-one vote. Yeah. But if they combine with them, then it's, you know, six different people have to vote. Mm-hmm. So they weaken Combine enough to where... He starts draining the energy, the nuclear energy from everybody and everything that came in. And then in that moment, the other terrorists jump in and become one with Combine. So now it's six people who get to vote. Mm -hmm. And in that vote, they outvote the terrorists that want to blow up the world. And then they decide that they're going to send the heroes back with everybody and then just travel through dimensions and learn more about the different people and different mm-hmm. places and everything. And that's the end. 
<laughs> that was uh, that was better than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, I couldn't tell. Like I thought it was uh, gonna be something different at the beginning of the story, mm. and it wasn't something like crazy spectacular. No, but it was. I liked it. Yeah, it was it was fun. Um, something that I didn't add was like after they sent the civilians that disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Once uh, combines started draining like the nuclear power, they're like, "All right, we need to see if it worked." And the Atlanteans were like, "Send us first. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, "Send us first. You know, if it doesn't work, what do we really have to lose? Yeah. You know, if it does work, then cool, you guys can come too." And then Captain just like. You're right. So <laughs> he just sent some. <laughs> and they survived, so. And then they ended up helping uh, the other civilians who, like, couldn't swim and stuff. But one of them, I forgot his name. It's like Murano or something like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a Nazi. <laughs> he has a swastika on his belt. And I was like... Eesh. I was like, maybe you should have just left his ass there. Yeah. You should have threw him out first. <laughs> Wait, so the, the civilians that got disintegrated, did they come back or they're just... No, like, the uh, mo- it shows them, like, looking at themselves, and the next panel is a bright yellow light and just their skeletons, <laughs> and then they're just gone. See, that's messed up. Like, the superheroes just go back to doing whatever they're yeah. doing. <laughs> and what, what was kind of messed up was earlier, they were, like, talking about, like, before, like, any of this had happened, they were saying, okay, what's the... What's the okay amount of people like casual like casualties that we can have to mm-hmm. where this is still a successful mission, and then everyone some people were just like, there should be no casualties like they should just be in and out like we shouldn't have to count how many lives are okay to lose, yeah. but you guys just sent back like sixty <laughs> people that just got disintegrated like, and, and what was even more messed up was front row in like the panel of people was mm-hmm. a kid. And then the next panel, you see just like a kid skeleton. I was like, "Damn, like that's messed up." You know what I, I've I've been enjoying lately though is like it's a weird thing to say after I just talked about a kid can Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like just the idea of like comic book writers coming up with this shit <laughs> is really funny to me. Like. <laughs> Like, how did your mind even get to that point? Yeah. To merge two people to become a god. And, yeah. And then... Wants to travel and gain knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Like, some of it just sounds, like, so stupid. And it's like... Like, I know how you came up with this. And I... You should have spent more time thinking about it. And then there's other times like this where it's like... I don't know how you got to that point. But I like it. So this week I'm I'm surprisingly giving this house blood. I'm gonna give it a house blood. No, the only thing I didn't like about it, yeah, I didn't. I, I don't. I just found myself getting really annoyed with the Atlantean part. Atlanteans. I said forget about it, cuz. Get think, out of here. Dog. I think it's because I liked the interpretation in the movie so mm. much, and just seeing them being like weird armored fish people in the books it just. So old now. Nah. Old no more. I said forget about it, cuz. Kick that fool to the curb. <laughs> we don't want him anymore. Bring in the, the new no more to the comic books. <laughs> and don't even acknowledge it. Just change it. <laughs> change it all. We'll wreck on the whole thing later. This is actually a body double. A scroll. <laughs> <laughs> The real Nemours been in the oceans of space for <laughs> eons. Oh damn! I think my wallet just broke. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Piece of shit. I guess that's where we end it. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for listening. We appreciate appreciate you guys coming back week after week. Yeah. Um. Thanks for telling your friends. Thanks for telling your friends. Thanks for sharing. As always, uh, if this was your first episode, uh, like my judgy brother was 
uh, fighting against this morning or at the beginning of this episode. Thanks for coming. Hope you like it. Hope you liked it. Got- the good thing about these episodes is they're kind of evergreen, so it doesn't matter yeah. where you listen to it. And it, for the most part, we're not doing tons of... Don't listen to a part two and then go back to part one, but... Yeah. Or, I mean, you could listen to, like, the movie ones that we do, but, like... Yeah. Eh. Just go back and listen to Just any Just listen of to all of it. Get those numbers up. Run those numbers up, baby. Let's do it. All right, guys. We will talk to you later. All right. Peace. Bye-bye.